Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I thought long and hard about putting this podcast together. Thought long and hard about how it would be perceived. So what I'm going to do is something I've never done before. I'm going to apologize at the start of this podcast lesson. And let me just share this with you if you're an employee, non-management personnel, I apologize. Because what I'm about to say is going to get under your skin. It's going to make you feel uneasy. It's going to make you feel defensive. But there's some things at the end of this podcast that are going to be indisputable facts that I want you to realize. So when we think about these times, these unprecedented times that everybody keeps talking about and using that phrase, and it's probably going to quickly become a cliche, even though there's really dire, tough circumstances that are out there, I want you to think about the five A's, the five letter A's of what you can do. So I'm going to share something with you very simplistically before we get into the five A's of what you can do. First and foremost, the numbers don't always add up. So when customers cancel and say we're on hold, and let's say $100 is coming in this month, and now it's $30, there's a $70 shortfall. That's what pays for your salaries. That's what pays for the building. That's what pays for health insurance costs. So while income has gone down for many, many, many companies, especially restaurants and bars and hotels, the expenses have not gone down. So here's the funny thing that we're all going through. And I share this when I do public speaking. I share it when I take client projects. I share it when I lead my coaching sessions with my leaders. We're all in business together, whether we love each other or hate each other. So if you're on the shop floor of a manufacturing plant, if you're selling tickets at a pro sports team, if you're the front desk clerk greeting customers at your hotel, you are actually a business partner of the CEO and the executive team and everything in between. You may not always agree. You may not always disagree. But I promise you, you are all in business together. So when I think about that, I think about why am I putting this message together? You must be wondering, what the heck is this guy talking about? It should not take time like this to put our attitudes away. Now, some of you might be thinking, I don't have a bad attitude. To a certain extent, we all have opinions. We've all shared them at the water cooler one time or another. We've all had disdain for some of the decisions, whether it be a policy or a program or something new or some form of change. I can tell you as an owner of a company, this is the second time I've been through this. And when you have employees, it is a daunting, overwhelming task. So here's your five A's. Arbitrary, 
attitude, action, ask, and acumen. I'm going to walk you through each one of these. And I really, if you're willing, if you're a committed employee, a committed employee to help your organization get through the tough times, I promise you on the back end, it will serve you at an individual level extremely well. When I look at the word arbitrary, are you producing additional arbitrary effort? Are you going above and beyond the call of duty? Are you helping teammates? Are you staying late? Are you taking phone calls from customers or partners? If on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 was that you use arbitrary effort at a consistent and thoughtful and relentless level without question. And one, you don't use much arbitrary effort. Where would you honestly rate yourself? And more importantly... What do you need to do to move in a direction of a 10? Number two, what I'm about to say is going to rub you the wrong way. See, I'm in business because I teach managers how to coach. You know why I teach managers how to coach? It's because they typically deal with a lack of motivation or perceived attitude or what have you. Maybe fair, maybe unfair. You have a choice every single day. You control your attitude, not your boss, not your manager, not your spouse, not your dog. You are in charge of you. And attitude is not something that happens. It's a choice you make. So every morning you have a choice. Pat Croce, the former owner of the Philadelphia 76ers basketball team said, every day I start off and I do affirmations. I tell myself, I'm going to have a great day. I know it's corny. I know it's cliche. I bet you you're dismissing me right now. Here's the funny thing. Then why do so many people choose to have a negative attitude? See, an attitude is a choice. It's a skill set to react to situations in times of change. So you have to ask yourself every single day, what's your choice? See, I choose, my company's going to get through this time. I choose to be upbeat and happy. Now, are there times during the day I don't feel upbeat and happy? You're darn right. It's not fake and pretentious, but we have to fight through this. You don't have a choice because the other choice, whether you say it out loud, whether you acknowledge it consciously or subconsciously is, I give up. Let's give into this thing. It wins. Own your attitude. Number three, act. Take action. Do whatever you got to do to get better. Ask for feedback. Ask other people if you can help them. I always share during these times, and it reminds me of the great recession we had in 2008 and 2010 in the United States. And I literally remember one of my favorite clients, Jim Bailey from the Milwaukee Brewers baseball team. He said, man, you're always upbeat. He said, you have mastered the psychology of selling. I said, Jim, what do you mean? He said, you know, every time I ask you, how are you doing? You say, business is great. I said, Jim, it is great. He said, Tim, it can't be great during this time. I said, it's great for me, Jim. I define it. And we had these conversations for years. And he would say to me at one point, he goes, you know, why did you always do that? I said, I didn't have a choice, Jim. Because so many people in my industry We're commiserating. Oh my gosh, look what happened to me. 
and they became desperate and their desperation and their fears and their anxieties became front and center of the people who could pay them when things got better. And that's the customer. I chose to take relentless daily actions. One of my favorite clients of all time. I think the best coaching organization in the United States by the name of Inpro in Muskego, Wisconsin. I remember their president at the time, Phil Ziegler, now the CEO, and Mark Holland, now the president, would literally say to me, Tim, you're under contract one day a week. Why are you here three days a week? I said, because I choose to. You guys stuck with me. I'm going to reinvest in you. That is literally going to be a lifelong relationship. And we're no longer under contract with them. Take action. Do something to help somebody. Number four, ask questions. Ask your boss, how am I doing? What can I do to assist you? Ask for feedback. Be vulnerable. If it's not your nature, get over it. Ask for feedback. If it's not your nature to ask other people to help them, get over it. Do it anyways. That's why I told you at the start, this is going to rub you the wrong way. And here's why. You have a choice. You either ask to help or you choose to stay silent. If you invest in asking other people questions, you will learn not only about their fears, their anxieties, what they need, but it positions you to be viewed as a helpful person. Last, acumen. I share this, and I used to teach a workshop years ago, and I'm actually thinking about resurrecting it. What you don't know about business, but should. And I want to share this with you. And I share it not to bring in political conversation, but to bring in a perspective, what I have certainly experienced from employees in the business world. Um, I have a friend who's in the teaching community, and the governor of Wisconsin years ago took a lot of benefits away from teachers and certainly hit teachers hard. I don't condone it. I don't say it's right. I don't say it's wrong. But I go back to that situation. And I remember when that occurred and she was furious. She was upset. The governor's this, the governor's that. He's a horrible person. And she asked me, do you agree with me? And I said, actually, I don't. And she said, what do you mean? And she was angry. And I said, well, Wisconsin had a budget deficit. We now have a budget surplus of about a billion dollars in cash. I think what he did was incredible. And that's what I want in a leader. She said, how, how can you say that? I said, it's not because I'm not a teacher, but some of the benefits that you know the state is paying for that you were getting has hit you. I, I don't you know, acknowledge that any other way, except that stinks for you. She said, you don't know what that's like. And I said, hold on a second. My wife is a physician. Nothing against Obamacare because the objective of Obamacare was to help people, but her income went down dramatically. I said, everybody's getting hit. And I said, who do you think the governor should have reduced benefits for? And this is what I want you to hear right now. And I want you to hear it honestly, objectively, and thoughtfully. She said, I don't care as long as it's not teachers. So what that says to me is 
we tend to think about how things affect us. And we should. we got to protect ourselves. I get it. But until you're in the shoes of ownership and upper-level management, these are unbelievably stressful, chest pain, anxiety-driven times. So when you think about acumen, I go back to one of the most fundamental things. And we did a project where we taught my workshop, what you don't know about business but should. And I did it at a manufacturing client, a union manufacturing client. And we taught them what revenue was, what profitability, what net profitability was. And what we got them to realize is that when people put out arbitrary effort, when they had positive attitudes, when they took actions, when they asked questions, they had a direct impact on the profitability of the company. So we got them to realize that if during a shift, we made 20 products versus 10, our cost of production per unit went down, which increased profitability. Everybody agreed with it. We never once asked them to work harder. What we did is we raised their awareness of business acumen. So what I want you to think about it as, as an employee, I'm not saying to agree with everything management says, but you have a role and responsibility during this tumultuous, unprecedented time to do one thing. Understand the numbers may not add up. Understand you have a wonderful opportunity to impact the bottom line. You have an unbelievable opportunity, especially employed right now, to invest in your own company. How do you do that? You produce arbitrary effort. You walk in with a positive attitude every single day because you choose to. Number three, you take action. Number four, you ask questions. And last, number five, develop an acumen of understanding that in the short term, the numbers may not add up. So what we all have to do, everybody, is raise our game. What we all have to do, everybody, is understand this is not just management's responsibility to take the company through this tumultuous time. It's everybody's responsibility. I'm going to close with this. Whether you love or hate each other, you're all in business together. Good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn, and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.